You know, we're on the same page. So good. You'd bet. The servants of David turn back to their roadway. They go back to David. Tell all that happened. Verse 13. David says to his men, Right away, put on your swords. Each man puts on his sword. And David puts on his sword as well. What's the intent of that? To fight. David's going with them. I was personally slighted. I'm going with him. And we have 400 men and 200 sat behind to guard the tents and the utensils. Right? Good. So David responds to this in a very militaristic fashion. Certainly surprising. It's a strange context. Out of count. It sounds like he's setting it up. Maybe he's not. They, they, Who knows? The, the, narrative, the narrative set us up that this guy is a bad guy. So we know he's going to react negatively. David, so we're getting the sense that David knows that as well. David knows what? Yeah, how he's going to react. How the mouth going to react. He's saying he picked the fight. Yeah, that David picked the fight. Like he knew it was going to happen, so he'd have an excuse to go. I would. I would. I, that's the thing. Yeah, I think before you come to that conclusion, let's see what happens. Later on. So now, is the man obligated to David? Harvey thinks no, of course not. But the real question over here would be is it depends upon what David did for him. Right? According to the Peshat, David did nothing for him. Didn't shame him, nothing, right? But and therefore there's no call on the part of Naval to share anything with Naval. Right? We agree with that. David responds. With his soldiers, 400. With David, he's going to avenge his honor that was desecrated by Naval. Now, of course, the Gemara Sanhedrin will, in fact, try to explain this a bit differently, which we won't tell you right now because we want to finish the narrative. Right? We look at verse 14 and 15. Abigail, the wife of Naval, was told to her, one of her servants, Behold, David sent some messengers from, from the desert to bless your master. This is accurate, correct? And he kicked them out, threw them out. And these men were good to us. They didn't shame us. They didn't take anything from us. All the days that we were with them, when we were in the, when we were in the field, they were a wall for us in the nighttime, in the daytime. All the days that we were with them <clears throat> as shepherds. Okay, good, good. So now, of course, this Na'at repeats the words of David, good to us, the check to us, etc. And didn't do anything wrong to us. He embellishes when he said that they came to bless him. Well, no, they did. The Shalom, Shalom, Shalom is a, is a blessing. It's a very, very nice blessing. I won't say there's a problem with that. But more he adds over here, protectors. Interesting note that this report of the Na'at is considerably more expanded than above. So your question over here is, why didn't the above tell us this additional statement? And does the additional statement, in fact, change the equation? Right? That's the question. <coughs> does the additional statement... Just, so now, if that... If you say, sure, why sure? Now it's showing that we did do something for him. Yeah, but it doesn't mean you don't for that. No, because he owes it. So David protected him. David, they were they were a, they were a, a fantastic barrier. Look how wonderful the phrase is. 
They were totally safeguarding us, protecting us from everything. We gave them, David, the implication of this over here is that <clears throat> we did for you. We protected you. You owe us something. Now, of did course, I Lee's point is... Did I need you to? One second, one second, one second. Lee's point is also well taken at this point. Doesn't mean you come and kill me. Let's see what else goes on. Hold on. But this does, in fact, change the equation somewhat. Now, but you could raise the question, could the Nod himself be adding to the above? Mm -hmm. If so, why? What's his game? Right. What's his game? Fear. Survival. They're coming to wipe out. Good. So perhaps the Nod wants to motivate Abigail to act. Therefore, he's going to expand on what really took place. If he ends up portraying Naval as in the right, he's not going to convince Abigail of anything. But if he convinces Abigail that this man that was great to us and wonderful to us, and <clears throat> at this point, at this point, David is in the right and he's coming guns blazing, then at this point, Abigail may be motivated to, in fact, act. So there is a motivation over here on the part of the Na'ad to exaggerate and expand. Let's see what happens later on. Now, he tells her, Pasuk 17, Know what you want to do because the punishment against our master has already been decreed and against his whole entire household. And he's an evil man. You can't speak to him. Right? So the Na'ad is really... Right. So, verse 18, she acts very quickly. To my head, Abigail, takes the food. 200 loaves of bread. And two big huge jugs of wine, and five sheep that order were made, and five seim, five whatever it is of nice blessing. I won't say there's a problem with that. But more he adds over here protectors. Interesting note that this report of the Nod is considerably more expanded than above. So the question over here is why didn't the above tell us this additional statement? And does the additional statement, in fact, change the equation, right? That's the question. <coughs> Does the additional statement, just so now, if that, say sure, why sure? Now it's showing that we did do something for him. Yeah, but it doesn't mean you fell for that. No, because he owed him. So David protected him. David, they were, they were, a, they were a, a fantastic barrier. Look how wonderful the phrase is. They were totally safeguarding us, protecting us from everything. We gave them, David, the implication of this over here is that <clears throat> we did for you. We protected you. You owe us something. Now, of did course, I Lee's point. To? Did I need you one to? One second, one second, one second. Lee's point is also well taken at this point. Doesn't mean you come and kill me. Let's see what else goes on. Hold on. But this does, in fact, change the equation somewhat. Now, but you could raise the question. Could the Nod himself be adding to the above? Mm -hmm. If so, why? What's his game? Right. What's his game? Fear. Survival. They're coming to wipe out. Good. That, but the Nod supports it. David says, I did everything great for this guy. What am I asking for? I'm asking for some bread of your leftover scraps. And you shame me? So you, you've de-dignified me when I did everything good for you? Here's the man who is, you know, it's, it's almost a person scorned. How, how should David react? 
Now, but look at the way it came to him. I can't, I can't and he came it. in a very nice way. I went, you never came know what I did. He came to hit him up for something. No. It's, well, maybe that's the way it works. Uh, well, let's not answer the text. Let's keep... Well, Harvey's right. Let's answer the text. If you're coming to someone to ask for something, or if there's a good reason, then you say, listen, there's a good reason. reason. We have a problem. We're starving. No, 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 like no, no, that. no. That's no. not the case. I did for you. I didn't I ask helped you to do anything for me. Fine. I never contracted with you. So now, here's the case. And maybe I didn't even need you to do this. Here's the case. You have a retail store. Right. Retail store, it happens to be there's a blackout. It happens to be that they're going to now uh, ransack your store. But it doesn't say so that. A man, so a man be next to a neighbor happens to have a gun, right. and he it goes to the front store. and he cuts your store. And he says to you, you know, I shot one bullet in the air to scare people I scared them away. You pay me $2 for the bullet. No, too bad. I didn't you to do that to me. He shouldn't ask, and he shouldn't refuse. No, 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 no. Who shouldn't ask? The guy who did it. Why not? He did it because he wanted to uh, do Why should I spend money. my money? To, why is my money to save your store? Because you were a good guy. You did it. So? Now, I should on my own. Didn't tell husband anything. Ulisha, Naval, Lord Gidita. She didn't tell him anything. And she was riding on the donkey, and she's going down quietly the mountain. They're going to meet in a valley. The Vietnamese men are going also down the other side of the valley to the Qatar and they greet her. She meets them. David says, For naught, in vain, I had safeguarded all that this man had in the desert. Not one thing was missing. And he's returning evil for good. So now David really serves as a further witness that he had done something very positive and very strong for. Protected for Naval. Like Achel could be. I mean, oh, absolutely, absolutely similar language. Yeah. Of course, I'm not sure where that's going. I don't know if we're going the same places. So we'll see at the end if that goes back to that source. So but, now, but again, did they make any deal in the beginning? Protect. We don't know about it. Did he need them? Did he have? I mean. Okay, but without looking at the restrictive, look at it broader. David protected, helped. Everybody agrees now. The text originally does not tell us that, but the non supports it. David says, I did everything great for this guy. What am I asking for? I'm asking for some bread of your leftover scraps. And you shame me? So you, you de-dignified me when I did everything good for you? Here's the man who was, you know, it's, it's almost a person scorned. How should David react? Now, but look at the way it came to him. And he came in a very nice way. I would, you never know what I did. He came to hit him up for something. No. It's, well, maybe that's the way it works. Well, let's not answer the text. Let's keep, well, Harvey's right. Let's answer the text. If you're coming to someone to ask for something, or if there's a good reason, then you say, listen, there's a good reason. reason. We have a problem. We're starving. No, 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 no. I did for you. I didn't I ask helped you to do anything for me. Fine. I never contracted with you. So now, here's the case. And maybe I didn't even need you case. to do this. Here's the case. You have a retail store. Right. Retail store, it happens to be there's a blackout. It happens to be that they're going to now uh, ransack your store. But it doesn't say so that. A man, so a man, the next to a neighbor, happens to have a gun, right. and he, he goes to the front store. and he cuts your store. And he says to you, you know, I shot one bullet in the air to scare people I scared them away. You pay me $2 for the bullet. No, too bad. I didn't ask you to do that to me. He shouldn't ask, and he shouldn't refuse. No, 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 no. Who shouldn't ask? 
The guy who did it. Why not? He did it because he wanted to uh, do Why should I spend right? my money? To, why is my money to save your store? Because you were a good guy. You did it. So? Now, I should on my own say, listen, I want to do something for you. Listen, on my own, without you uh, backing okay, me to so, a corner. So what kind of person, agree, what kind of person are you now? I'm asking you for a dollar ninety-eight, two dollars that I expended in his whole entire household, any male person. So David's talking about a massive killing. So of course we would all agree, we'd all agree that even if, even if Naval was one thousand percent wrong, and even if Naval deserved death, David had no right to think about massacring the entire household of this man. And swear. And swear by God's name. Absolutely right? Out of character. Yeah. Interesting footnote in the JDF where it says, uh, they say the phrase, the enemies of David. And they say the phrase is intended to avoid the implication of David against himself. It is lacking in the Septuagint. Okay. Is that like an apolog apologetic? No. Or what does that mean? Curse. Because the, the verse is the David. So God should do to all of the enemies of David. What he really means to say is that if I don't fulfill my oath, I should he's cursing himself. So we add the word oive. God should do Right. Curse my enemies, I'll curse me. But really, we take an oath. If I don't do this and this and this, curse my enemies. Curse my enemies anyway. So it doesn't make sense that long. So that you basically know is only telling us what David really meant to say. All this stuff, David even if David did all this stuff, David's response to Naval's response to him was inappropriate. So to go after him. With to kill him. This right. is the first time, maybe the last time, that David turns his armor against fellow Jews. I mean, whatever. First, all, all heavy that. Duty, heavy duty thing. It's, 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 of course. We'll see later on. Yeah. We'll see later on. Oh, but so, yeah, it is obvious. So we have over oh, here. Yeah. yeah, he's married to Abigail. We'll see what happens later on. Okay, later. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's I would say it's pretty obvious. So the issue, his name, everything else like that. I mean, nobody else questions that. <laughs> right. So the interesting point over here is that David reacts in a very striking fashion, a very strange fashion, almost absurdly so. In other words, as much as I'm trying to defend David, at the end of the day, the bottom line over here is what is David going to do? So we look over here to David, what's he going to do with this end story? David says, For naught did I safeguard in verse 21 all that had happened. Everything. I swear by God's name, if I were to leave in his whole entire household any male person. So David's talking about a massive killing. So of course we would all agree. We'd all agree that even if, even if Naval was one thousand percent wrong, and even if Naval deserved death. David had no right to think about massacring the entire household of this man. And swear. And, and swear by God's name. Absolutely right? Out of character. Yeah. Interesting footnote in the JDF. 
where it says, uh, they say the phrase, the enemies of David. And they say the phrase is intended to avoid the implication of David against himself. It is lacking in the subclusion. Okay. So is that like an apologetic? No. Addition? What does that mean? Curse. Because the, the verse is David. So God should do to all of the enemies of David. What he really means to say is that if I don't fulfill my oath, I should he's cursing himself. So we add the word oiveh. God should do right. Curse my enemies, I'll curse me. But really, you think, oh, if I don't do this and this and this, curse my enemies, curse my enemies anyway. So it doesn't make sense to launch. That you guys know is only telling us what David really meant to say or said. God should do to me, curse me, if I don't do what I'm supposed to do to Naval. Right, because the text didn't make sense as it is, so that's something to give you that your servant, notice how many times she has servant, and Amana, she really lowers herself, so pride is a very much an issue over here. Your servant, your maid servant, has brought to you, give it to all of these soldiers that go with you, forgive now the sin of your maid servant. She puts herself responsible. Because God shall make for you a trustworthy, loyal house because you fought the battles of God and never will you find any kind of evil in your life. So now, is David going to be convinced by this or not? So, David David gets up. Right? She goes still her praise of him. So to chase you, seek out your, your soul, and your soul will always be bound up with the bonds of life. And all the enemy, life of your enemies will all be swept, swept away in the, with the slingshot. Look how elaborate and expanded this is. Hashem shall do to my master all the goodness that's on you and, and, and command you to be the head of all Israel. What she's doing though, she's a very wise woman. She's giving him almost a guilt trip. She's saying, you're going to be this head man. You don't want people running after you to avenge this death over here. Well, again, you, you can go... You can, Why would the Peshat not give us something like that to make it more palatable? Right. Peshat does not do that. That's correct. Right. Let's go a little bit further. Batere Abigad David, she sees him, she she sees David, she goes, pulls off her donkey, she falls in front of him, she bows down by his feet, plea, it's my sin, my fault. The sin is mine. Let me speak to you and listen to the words of your servant. And she blows herself. Do not place my master, the heart of this evil man of Naval, he's like his name. So the name fits Jewishly. Naval Shimon Valaimor. His name is foolish, stupid, abomination, and that's what he does. I'm your servant. I didn't see your servants who came to ask for the food. Now, please, I swear by God's name, as you swore, I swear also, that as Hashem has always prevented you from engaging in damim and bloodshed, provided salvation, sorry. Now, 
allow all of your enemies to be like Naval, whoever wants to do harm to my master. Now take my gift that I give you, that your servant, notice how many times she has servant, and Amana, she really lowers herself, so pride is very much an issue over here. Your servant, your maid servant, has brought to you. Give it to all of these soldiers that will go with you. Forgive now the sin of your maid servant. She puts herself responsible. Because God shall make for you a trustworthy, loyal house because you fought the battles of God and never will you find any kind of evil in your life. Now, is David going to be convinced by this or not? So, David gets up. Right? She's still her praise of him. So to chase you, seek out your, your soul, and your soul will always be bound up with the bonds of life. And all the enemy, life your enemies will all be swept away in the, with the slingshot. Look how elaborate and expanded this is. Hashem shall do to my master all the goodness that's on you and, and, and command you to be the head of all Israel. What she's doing though, she's a very wise woman. She's giving him almost a guilt trip. Saying, you're going to be this head man. You don't want people running after you to avenge this death over here. He's not worth it. Here's your food. I'm your servant. Here's your pride. Back off. She does that. There must be some history of success, I'm just saying that. Don't have it. You don't have any. No. Okay. I don't know. says in 1.31, Do not allow this to be an obstacle to you. You're going to spill innocent blood. Save my master, and God shall be good to you, and remember your maidservant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has a long, expanded speech. Yeah. Practicality as well as the wrong thing. Now, God shall be good to you. Right. So it's, she kind of. Very wisely, merged both methods. She's reasoning to his his aspirations rather than good. to the moral part of it. Good. Very good. So good. Now, verse thirty-two. David says, Abigail. Yes, she completely convinces him. Thank God, He sent you before me this day. and blessed You ought to be blessed. Your stars be blessed. You stop it from coming in bloodshed. You saved my hands. So look what he's telling to her. She did it all. Great story. But I swear by God's name, who saved me from doing evil to you, that if you didn't hurry up and come to greet me, there would not have been a man standing left. Why? Why say that? Again, another, right. another wasted swear. Why say that again? Why say that again? I forgot your last. Well, no, I'd say more to say that how great the roles that you played. Think about that question again. Why say this again? What's he really trying to say over here? It's, it's a, he's lording his power over her. Correct? 
It took me two more minutes. He takes all of that she brings. You go back to your house. Look now, see now, I've heard your voice. I will forgive your face. Avigail goes home to Naval, and he's having this great party. Nelo Mishtebevet. So he's having this great party in his house, like a king. He's drinking wine. He's very, very drunk. She didn't tell him at all what she did to him, not, not uh, big or small. In the morning, when the wine leaves him, she tells him what, he, what she did, and he dies. He has a heart attack. His heart dies within him. within And his heart becomes like a stone in his breast. So it's, he clutches his breast. His heart stops beating. It's a heart attack. What she tells him. So the combination of the drinking. Right? Of the drinking. The message. Yeah. It, it, it's fun. Did they think of Lebo? What did they think of the heart? Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't ask you to read ahead. <laughs> The heart was the seat of emotions. Yeah, they did, but so over here, I would imagine that he had a heart attack because it says his heart died within him, so he probably held his heart. Like That's what I would say. <laughs> right. So all this, all this happens. Now, of course, he dies. Verse thirty-eight. Ten days later, he dies. So, so he has a heart attack and dies ten days later. And we look at Hashem does it. Because the narrator once said, this is God's doing. You're an evil man, you pay a price. You, he was killed for this. Right. A balance of some sort. So we were surprised at David's reaction. David wants to kill him anyway. We see over here an interesting lesson that God sometimes will do your battles for you. Some, right, exactly. Sometimes. No, because David's thing wasn't justified. So how could we say that? Agreed. Agreed. So David should not have done what he did, and God took care of it one way or the other. Whether it was right or wrong, we don't know. I mean, from God's view, he was right. David's point of view, David does something wrong. David hears and about dies. He says, Baruch Hashem Hashem Rav Etriv Habati. Shamed, I, I acknowledge you, O God, who fought the battle of my shame. Naval, that Abdul Hasak, and you saved him from doing any kind of evil against him. So it was going to be a terrible evil thing you would have done. But the Aunt Naval achieved Hashem Beroshua, and the evil of Naval was returned to his head. And then David sends and speaks to Abigail, and he marries her. Which is very surprising. You have to separate the evil of Naval as here and in the beginning when it's described. And okay, there's evil that we don't know about about this man, but his action, his reaction to David, we can't say that that was an evil thing and he deserves to die for it. We can't even really that because it's not from the Pesha. There's two. No, no. There's two issues over here. First issue is he has a heart attack and he dies. Right now, if we see that as a ten days later. Yeah, so if you see that as, as a medical issue, then he brought it upon himself. He was drunk. She gave him the news. He had a, a heart attack. And he died ten days later. So, ten days later. So what? What's the point? So he dies. So he brought it upon himself. Right, okay, he, okay. So that's all. That's all we're saying over here. Uh, I don't know if we want to take Hashem that Hashem did it or he died it for himself. I mean, the Texans indicate that he died before God does it, so to speak. 
or at least independently of who he, how he reacted to David. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 okay, I don't say the that. same pedic, and we can't, we can't, I'm help, not saying, but, but associate the two and look at them and examine maybe them. Maybe yes, maybe no. Them. All we know is I the man dies. Of course. You could do a midrash for 25 years. <laughs> right. and, and, so look how strange that is. Now that is very strange that would it not have been more appropriate to wait some time, do something? He doesn't. So here we have two strange things. David's emotional, intensive reaction against Naval and his emotional reaction to Abigail. Admittedly, she's beautiful, she's bright, she's everything else she wants to be. But does it make sense that David married her? Okay. Does it make sense that David married her immediately after the death of her husband? It sounds like, um, when you finish reading that, should you finish reading first? I would say that's the main issue. That's it. It goes on to say that he had multiple wives. It does, so what? And this is something about the cow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's not a polemic. It sounds like a polemic. Like a, like a statement about kings and shouldn't have multiple wives and multiple wives. No, they're talking about a lot of wives. He didn't have so, so many wives. He didn't have so many. Oh, yeah. setting, but it's a whole polemic. The whole story is about setting him up to take this woman. But what's the point of the story? Regardless of all that psychological stuff, really the end of the story is he took the woman. No, I, I would say. No, he didn't take him from the guy because he didn't go and kill him like like he did uh, with his name. He wanted to. He was ready. But he didn't want to kill him because he wanted to take his wife. You're talking about mixing apples and oranges. She gets up. She goes on a donkey. She has five of her servants go with her. She goes after the servants of David and she becomes his wife. One, two, three. Sounds like they were fooling around right now. Well, <laughs> that's not in the text, so I'm not going to say it. That's why Naval didn't give him the book. So now he has another wife also. Surprising how, how David did not even wait a dignified amount of time before he even married her. How do we know He's that? He died. No, he dies. No, ten then, days he died. It doesn't say how much longer he sent for her. Correct. But all of the science is no argument. All we see is the sequence of Pesukim. Sinus Pesukim tell us. A year later. No. Sinus Pesukim could be 25 years later. Could be. No, it cannot be. Why? Because argument from science is no argument. The what? Say again? Argument from science is no argument. You can't say because it doesn't say how much time, therefore no time passed. No. It will give you a sequence of events. One, two, three, four. So here it says, David hears that he dies and he has this thing and the very same line. He's, he hears that he dies, he sends to get him as a wife. 25 years later? No, possibly a year. Okay, okay. Sounds like the next day. Of course, obviously. <laughs> Why would it be a, not? It's the same line. Shot the next day. Of course. You could do a midrash for 25 years. Right, and, and so look how strange that is. Now that is very strange that would it not have been more appropriate to wait some time, do something? He doesn't. So here we have two strange things. David's emotional, intensive reaction against Naval and his emotional reaction to Abigail. Admittedly, she's beautiful, she's bright, she's everything else she wanted to be. But does it make sense that David married her? Okay. Does it make sense that David married her immediately after the death of her husband? It sounds like, um, when you finish reading that, should you finish reading first? I would say that's, that's the main issue. That's it. It goes on to say that he had multiple wives. It does, so what? Uh, this is something about the cow. You 
Yeah. 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 But it's a whole the whole story is about setting him up to take his woman. But what's the point of the story? Regardless of all that psychological stuff, really the end of the story is he took the woman from the house. No, I, I would tell you about like the Bachelor story. No, he didn't take him from the guy because he didn't go and kill him like like he did uh, with his name. He wanted to, he was ready for it. But he didn't want to kill him because he wanted to take his wife. Well, you're talking about mixing apples and oranges. I'm reading, into the, I'm reading into the narrative. Right. Let's be careful when you read into the narrative. But I'm willing to do that. You can do it, but it should have some base in the narrative. Right. Some base. You took the wife the, the next day. You all said it the next day. So agreed. No, agreed. But I don't think that was the back of his mind because he didn't. Agreed. Really try to smooth it out with this, you know, the annoying of the marriage and that thing. Yeah. So they're really working hard because they really had a problem. Agreed. They yeah. really fucked out of him. Right. So it's, but when everybody says out of character, it's not out of character. Agreed. It's fine. 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 Still, whether it's character or not out of character, it's still surprising to me that he would marry her the very same day. Now, Natalie's point is well taken. She's impressive. She's good looking. But still, wouldn't common decency mean that you should wait a week? Is it a way of also getting him? The way you take his wife? But is that appropriate? Agreed. So it's surprising. Surprising. Well, yeah, but even emotional people should act appropriately. Especially a king. Especially a king or king to be. We'll do that next week. We have to come back to that next week and we'll see just for a few minutes what the rabbinic activities on this verse. And again, they're going to try to. They're going to try to. Fix it up. Fix it up. Right. We'll see that next week. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, it makes sense in the sense 